Welcome to the Marlborough Monday Espresso podcast. It is the 13th of March today. Let's start off with the good news. Good news in the UK last week, we saw UK GDP growth coming in higher than expected at 0.3% month on month. And also we saw retail sales coming in better than expected. So this continues the trend that we've been seeing with the economy showing strong resilience. But despite that, the market falling slightly, the UK market down 2.5% last week. Yeah, so this is a classic example of good news is bad news, because ultimately, if you have good economic data coming out, it shall strengthen the economy, and therefore that has the potential to lead to inflation. And central banks, as we know, are vigilant when it comes to inflation, which could mean interest rates remaining higher or actually going up. Hence, you saw a market reaction to the negative side. As I said, the UK falling 2.5%. Worst hit last week was the US market down 4.5%. That's the worst week of the year so far. And obviously the, the big news out of the US last week, the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank. Yeah, so Silicon Valley Bank. So what does that bank do? Essentially, the bank provides loans and financing to startups in the US. So it's slightly different to your normal traditional high street bank. So what went wrong? Two things really to point out here. So if you're a bank, you try to make money by putting money into fixed income or some kind of asset to generate cash. So if you're putting your money into bonds, that's well and good until interest rates go up because if interest rates go up, bond prices go down and essentially you're losing money. So the bank had a lot of money in fixed income and was losing a lot of money last year as interest rates were going up. Now, the problem really came about when people started to withdraw their assets. So why were these tech startups withdrawing their assets in the first place? Ultimately, as interest rates have gone up, it meant that financing costs for funding tech startups were increasing and therefore less people were willing to fund these companies. So the companies themselves had to draw down their own cash deposits from the bank, which then caused the bank to sell those bonds at a loss. So ultimately, you saw the share price collapsing last week and the regulators stepping in to take control of the bank. And over the weekend, you've had the Federal Reserve or the central bank in the US has come out to say that they will make any depositors for that bank whole, irrespective of if they're insured, because you're insured up to $250,000 in the US or if they're uninsured. So basically, this is a bailout of that bank. So what the authorities are looking to do in the US is to provide reassurance to the market and the financial system that there's no real problem here, that they're willing to bail it out and provide the support that's necessary during this trying time. And of course, in the UK this morning, we've seen that HSBC are stepping in to buy the UK arm of Silicon Valley Bank. So in the short term, confidence, I guess, in the system is restored but still some longer-term concerns lingering. The practice of banks of taking in short-term deposits and then lending out in the long-term, where long-term rates are now currently lower than the short-term rates, that is very concerning and people wondering about the long-term solvency and liquidity of banks. In the meantime, though, as I said, in the short-term, things are looking okay. What it does do, though, is it clouds the interest rate outlook So will the Fed be swayed by what's going on, by what they've seen now and perhaps the fragility of the banking system? Will they be swayed to keep rates at a lower level? So we had seen 
interest rate hike expectations increasing, the chances of a 50 basis point hike in the next meeting, which is only next week, remember, the chances of a 50 basis point hike up to 40% now, although still the favourite is that we'll get a 25 basis point hike, 60% chance of that. Markets will be watching closely the CPI figure that's due out this week. That'll be, as I say, closely watched. Everyone wondering what the Fed is going to do. In the meantime, other concerns or factors in that decision, we did see a jobs report out last week. Yeah, so, you know, unemployment has been really low within the US, but actually you did see a slight tick up in that data. So you have seen companies obviously laying off staff. That's what the good news for the market is that you see wage growth is coming down. And that's one of the key concerns around inflation. If you get wage growth coming through, it could lead to inflation being higher for longer. So that could help the Fed. And we'll obviously get some more clarity on that inflation data this week. You know, as you all remember, inflation hit a multi-decade high last year. It's currently about 6.4% of the US. And you see a material move down in that. The markets will be buoyed. So we'll be tracking that quite closely. So, as always, lots to keep us interesting, a fascinating period in markets, and we look forward to speaking to you again next week. Thank you.